everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey, gang. Hello. Hey. You're listening to episode 117 of Hop Culture. And before we dive in today, we have a simple you know, a humble request, a humble plea of our listeners. We know that there are some new listeners around these parts lately because our listens have started to creep up a little bit, which is super exciting. Don't get any big ideas. It's not astronomical, but we have noticed (laughs) we've been getting some more listens. And we also know that some of our friends and, you know, personal contacts have stopped listening. And so we know that some of you must be new. <laughs> like, some of you us. are new here. Exactly. No, we have we, a spreadsheet. We're tracking. No, <laughs> we can't track anyone. Don't worry. Just people. Some people have like told us they haven't, they don't really listen anymore. And that's totally fine. We don't want anyone to ever feel obligated. But what we're getting at is. There's strangers listening. There's strangers listening. Exactly. Which is. It's very honor. exciting. So. We would be thrilled if you would be willing to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, or even if you don't want to write a review, if you just give us a rating, that would be that would be so helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that helps us look a lot more legit as a podcast when people look us up, and it also encourages the algorithm to suggest the show to people. So we would really appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but if I hear the name of a podcast... And I look it up and it has like, I don't want to give a number because ours would be lower. (laughs) (laughs) But if it doesn't have very many reviews, I'm usually like, oh, this is like not a real podcast, you know, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is like, I really appreciate the people who are not (laughs) like us and are Mm -hmm. willing to take a chance on this. Those are the people that I agree. Those are our real homies. My favorite podcasts I find personally tend to be the ones that aren't like crazy popular. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want the ones that are, like, you know, sponsored by, like, the New York Times or something. But, like, mm. I like the middle of the road, typically, you know, mm-hmm. where I feel like I'm I'm listening to, like, an up-and-comer. And hopefully that's what we are. But, yeah, it is seriously so helpful and super exciting when we get ratings or reviews. So we would appreciate it so much. And we are sadly firing one cylinder short today. We are missing um, dear sweet Anne. She has um, some sick children at home and she needs to tend to, you know, the hearth. So we will miss her today and I'm sure that you guys will miss her as well. Um, But hopefully she'll be back next week. Um, But we thought we could just kind of do a general update of what everyone's been up to lately. Yeah. Well, I I just got back from San Diego. Um, I was there on a work trip and it was super fun. I was nervous before the trip because I always feel like I'm going to... It's one of those things where like you kind of... You show up because I work remote. And so it's like, what if I get there and nobody knows who I am? Or like, I can't... I all the tables are full when it's mm-hmm. time for lunch or, you know, like all of the like Ooh, classic, like yeah, it's like hard. back to like first day of like high school. Um, <laughs> or what if I don't but, translate well into real life, you know? Yeah. Or like, what if people kind of see me and kind of just like 
smile and and wave and no one actually like talks to me and I look stupid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was I was stressing about it, but it ended up being really fun. Everyone at my company is just like super nice. So and it was only my department. So there's only like 50 ish people there. But yeah, it was it was really fun. Don't be modest. Tell about the award. (laughs) You don't have to tell details if you don't. I also won an award. What? I don't think I knew about this. Don't know how much more there is to tell, what but I got it. What was for? What was the A really cool trophy. <gasps> oh, I didn't know my, there was a trophy. She had a my shirt on the other day. So it, it doesn't it actually show. <laughs> Ooh, nice. it's, like a, it's like a fortune ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a crystal ball. A crystal ball, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't a fortune think ball. either. It really does look like yeah. a crystal ball. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. What's it for, Grace? It's for top performing implementation specialist. Wow. Mm-hmm. Top performing. So, um, we all knew it because they always exciting. use Grace as an example in staff meetings. They're always like, everyone, you know, mm-hmm. should be like Grace and work as hard as you can. <laughs> I don't know what they say in those meetings. Uh, well, I haven't had anything quite as exciting. We have just been hanging around Kirksville, but I will say, I have a summer fling, and it's with the cello. <gasps> Whoa! I what? I'm determined to learn. I'm. It's the bro. How do you have access to a cello? I bought. I bought a cello. <laughs> it's like a really like. I don't. I don't know how nice it is because I don't. It was a really good deal, even if it isn't a nice cello because it was really cheap. But I think it's I think it's decent. Um, I did have to drive uh, like eleven hours total <gasps> to get it. Oh, <laughs> it was really miserable. What? Yes. How did I not know about tell this? this story? It's just a it's just yes. a great story. I so I was like, I'm gonna this leave. This is such a bombshell. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I've been saying for so the pod. I've been telling like other you, people, but yeah, I was like, I gotta, I gotta wait until because I knew you guys would think this was so funny I'm and dying. Weird. Um, so I was gonna leave Gwen with Luke <laughs> on a Saturday, and um, but he was already done with school, so it it wasn't you know he had plenty of time to watch her. But I was like, well, I don't want to miss the whole day with them, so I'll leave really early in the morning and i was like i'll leave right at 3 a.m and i'll start out and then i'll be back by like early afternoon if i don't make any stops (laughs) except for (laughs) gas (laughs) and i just like speed there speed back not speed speed limit just you know Mm -hmm. just be uh, focused and efficient so i left at 3 a.m and i got like 45 minutes in and around 30 minutes, I started to feel so sick. And oh, also, no. it was oh. really scary because it was pitch black and I knew it would stay pitch black for another like three or four hours. And it was all back roads, like no, yes. no street oh, lights whatsoever. Yes. These like so scary roads with like these creepy farmhouses that in the day are very cute, but in the night look really haunted. And it was just scary. There's no one else on the road. So I was like, and I had no service either. And so <gasps> no. I was like, this is, a, this is not great. And so anyway, I started to feel really, really sick. Like, ho- like so painful. My stomach was just hurting so bad. 
And so I finally, I kept having to like pull over and take a breath and then like keep going. Finally, I got to where I had like one bar and I was like, I'm going to call Luke and I just need to talk this out. Like, I, I think I can keep going, but I was like in so much pain that I was like, I can, I can do it. So I was calling Luke and he didn't have his ringer on. So he didn't answer because it was still like 3.30. <laughs> anyway, so I was like, I'll just turn around. It's not worth it. So I turned around and I came home. I, I was in so much pain. I thought I had food poisoning or something. And Were you actually I, like throwing up and stuff by this point? Or your stomach I'm not was just hurting. In the hurting. car, I made it home, but uh, I I did when I got home. It was oh, man. really bad, and then oh, I went no. back to sleep. And Luke was like, "Oh no!" And I was like, "I didn't get my cello no. <laughs> because it was the close. It was the closest like affordable one mm-hmm. to me because we just lived. Was so this far like away a Facebook Marketplace thing, or where were you getting yeah, it? it okay, so did you have to thing. tell the person like I? Had to yeah, turn I was around. like, I'm, I'm extremely ill. Can oh, I, no. can I <laughs> come next week? And he said he he was like, or I said I didn't want to. He only said he would hold it to, for me until that Saturday. So I was mm-hmm. just like, if it's still available, I'll come get it next week. Um. So then I went to sleep, and then I woke up at 8, and I was like, I feel great. And so I just bombed out of the house, and I was like, I'm feeling much better. I'm coming. And so I was like, I'll be there at 2.30. So then I, I bombed there. I bombed back. And um, anyway, I got I got myself a cello. I had my first <laughs> lesson this last week. Wow. And that was so much perseverance. I said, I'm determined. Truly. I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm gonna learn. But I did not like this teacher. He lives an hour and a half away, and he was very eccentric. And he's also, I don't know if he really knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't oh, no. seem, every time I would, like, do something, he'd just be like, okay, okay, good. And then she would just, like, turn the page. He didn't mm. really give me lots of, like. How'd you find him? He works at a music center in the closest, like, city to us. Okay. Uh, and it was the closest cello teacher that there is. I've searched high and low for other cellists around here, but uh, there's nobody. <laughs> could you, just, could you just buy some kind of like master lessons. class? I was going to say, yeah, some kind yeah, of online Yeah, I'm going to do thing. some online lessons with a real cellist <laughs> who doesn't live so far away. But uh, it's been a journey. Wow. <laughs> it's been a real journey. I'm a little... I'm getting a case of the green-eyed monster because I played the cello. If you had only continued. And if I'd only stuck with it, <laughs> I could have been your teacher and I'd be a great cellist. You would but be a great But I don't teacher. know how to play anymore. I literally don't even know how to read cello music anymore. I've been thinking about you a lot lately because I've, I've been like, Claire should, Claire should do this. Because I am like, oh, I wish I had even just gotten to like a lower intermediate or like mm-hmm. a an advanced beginner phase when I was younger because then I could easily pick it back up. It would take some time, but I could like progress. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I'm just starting from ground zero and it's a lot harder. Yeah. I definitely think you should pick it up, Claire, and then we can do duets. It would be cool. I think I'm too old. I don't think my brain can learn. No, no, no. Anymore. You need to go on Reddit. <laughs> go on. Are the there cello are there Reddit. like middle aged cellists there on are, there? There's like a seventy three year old adult learner, and he he's great. is he good though? Well, I mean, I, don't I, know, if the I know there's adult learn learners, learners 60s, but seventies or ever get that great? But there are people yeah. our age, Claire, who 
are now in like master's programs for cello. Maybe According your age, Reddit, but not mine. I don't know. They're yeah. saying this. I don't need any but more really encouragement inspiring. to go on Reddit than I already have. Trust this me. This is the funniest thing this is, I've ever heard. I'm it's- really impressed with your perseverance, though, Tess. Truly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love guys. it. So you drove an hour and a half each way to this teacher or total? Yeah. Because I, I was like, if he's if he's really good, I'll do it. But he wasn't that good, so... <laughs> That's just this just the whole yeah. thing of like she has to learn the cello now. She knows in a year she'll be moving somewhere where everything's really I easy need, to get to. I can't I can't let this momentum pass no, me by. No, I art. understand. I understand it. <laughs> I feel it too, but mm-hmm. it's just it's so It I was, is I was shocking. In Cleveland. Yeah. I was like I'm going to send Grace on a wild goose chase. To go get me a cello. Oh, that would have been but there were a lot more logical, if I may say. There were none. I looked. For I cannot one believe day. that there's a world class day. symphony you here. Said that? I feel like there's got to be some cellos for sale somewhere <laughs> <laughs> for one day. Okay, well, my life update is not nearly as exciting as those. Um, mine is that I have a few little little ditties, but one is that. Penny's birthday was this last week, and we've kind of started this thing. Well, it's not really that unique, but just like letting them pick a place to go out to dinner, which is a very common birthday tradition. But last year, we combine Grace and Penny's birthdays because they're only a few days apart, and we all went to Buffalo Wild Wings, which I believe we recapped on the podcast because it was mm-hmm. very dramatic. And they've been talking about Buffalo Wild Wings ever since. But I was kind of like, let's try somewhere new. Molly's birthday, we went to P.F. Chang's at her request. And I was like, I think my kids would love Olive Garden. So we decided to go. And I was trying desperately to remember the last time I'd been to an Olive Garden because it seriously had been so long. Um, Dave and I, like, couldn't even remember. We think it was the Provo one, probably. But – I have to say the food, as I remembered, was not fantastic, but (laughs) they have such good – it's like you know you're at Olive Garden when you set foot. Mm -hmm. You know you're going to have like coasters. You're going to have a cold salad plate. You're going to have the all-you-can-eat breadsticks. You're going to have the Andy's mints at the end. It's just – you just know like the experience you're going to have. It's consistent. Exactly. And just for the nostalgia and the comfort factor, I would say it was still a 9 out of 10 experience, even if the food wasn't, like, to die for. Um, The kids loved it. We had a blast. But when we got home, Dave was like, he's like, I have to say, I was kind of surprised. And I thought he was going to say, like, it was pretty good. But he's like, I was a little disappointed. And I was like, you're surprised? (laughs) And I was like, I thought everyone knew it's kind of like – it's not like the best Italian food, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we just go for the for the vibes, you know, and he was like, he was like, I think it's more just like a sign of growth. It's like Olive Garden hasn't changed, but I have. And I was like, wow, that's <laughs> pretty deep, you know. I do think that, th- that that's actually true. And it's a sad uh, mm-hmm. step to take when you like. It is. Enter so Olive many Garden things in life. Like, this isn't 
how I remembered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The, the ambiance is fantastic. Yeah. And then we had our neighborhood garage sale last or this past weekend, mm-hmm. um, which I always look forward to. I always get my hopes like sky high. But <laughs> then I forget how awkward garage sales can be, which we've talked about, you know, at length already on the pod. But it's always <laughs> – it's just awkward walking up and kind of instantly being like, I don't want anything here. But like, <laughs> you have to pretend to look at things and like make like nice comments on them and stuff. And then <laughs> so be like, okay, um, have a good one. Or like, oh, that such and such is beautiful. I think I'm going to think about it. Like, I'll make yeah. up little stories that I'm going to come back. That's <laughs> <laughs> putting way too much I into know, it. I know. It really is. And I ended up with, like, buying something that literally as I was, like, giving the money, I was like, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. But oh, I was no. like, I was in, like, too deep. Um, but I got so many other deals that I was, like, thrilled about that I felt like it made up for it. You know, you got to have one miss on, like, a, a garage sale outing. So that was lots of fun. Um, and then our um, our temple in Columbus, we live in Cleveland, but the only Latter-day Saint temple in Ohio is uh, in Columbus. So that's our nearest one. And it's been closed for renovations. And so uh, it, we had the rededication today, which was really exciting and kind of a big deal. So that was fun. And we got to take Ella with us, which was cool. You went today? Uh-huh. Columbus? Yes. Oh, no. It was just broadcast to our stake oh, center. Oh, broadcast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we were in the Kirtland Stake, which in Latter-day Saint history is like a very prominent historical place. And so, you know, naturally being in Ohio, they like referenced it a few times in like talks and stuff. And every time like me and Ella would look at each other like – that's that's us. <laughs> like, we, like, we have any claim to it. We don't even live in Kirtland. But we're just like, that's us. It's so exciting. So anyway, yeah, it was it was really cool. So that's mine. It's not as exciting as, you know, a middle of the night cello or a trip the or no, a work cello. award. That might be the most shocking admission we've had. It's, <laughs> it's shocking. I just can't believe you were driving back roads in the middle of the night with no cell service. And Luke didn't have his ringer on. Like, there's so many things like, about it that are I was scary. Like, Why I can believe either it. of us think like, oh, maybe Luke should be available if I well, get even kidnapped. if he had it on, <laughs> you couldn't something. have called him. I know service. that's true. Well, everyone every like ten minutes, I hit a bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it oh, was man. it was a bad idea. I'm glad yeah. you made it back. You made a good judgment though to like turn around. I think that mm-hmm. was the right thing to do. Yeah. So today we're gonna be. A little spicy, a little edgy, a little dangerous. Um, we're talking summer pet peeves. So you hear a lot of buzz about how great summer is, but sometimes it's just, it's not all it's cracked up to be, you know? Mm-hmm. You're not. Every rose has a story. I wrote this script and I could tell Grace was avoiding. <laughs> avoiding the She paused. I could <laughs> see on her face. She's like, how could I avoid it? Yeah, I'm like, is there... Is there any way that I'll I can... sing it if you'd like? Every no. uh-uh. rose has oh. its thorn. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> so even something great has those little annoyances. So we just want to acknowledge them and maybe they'll help you feel, you know, not totally crazy if you're not on the summer train yet. Okay, so here's one of mine. I am not uh, the biggest fan of the smells of summer, the smells of the season. 
Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. are a lot of odors that come along with summer. Anything that is already kind of stinky is made 10 times worse by heat. So, like, mm-hmm. imagine walking by, like, you know, a dumpster, a garbage can, like Ooh, a yeah. diaper pail on your back step or, you know, it's just like mm-hmm. it's all it's going to be worse because it's hot. Something spills in your car, you know, and then mm-hmm. a week later you're in like a smelly oven. You know, it's just like it's just there's always smells. And then, you know, kids feet aren't great in the summer like there's just so many yeah especially with when you live somewhere with a little humidity Mm -hmm. Um, like utah is not quite as stinky in the summer as it is here like that's probably true stinky when Mm -hmm. he goes outside he's instantly like smells horrible when he comes back in Mm -hmm. yeah everyone's sticky at the end of the night like Mm -hmm. just from just the the stickiness of the day you know And you're also having to apply, like, potions to yourself and your family every time you go outside if you want to avoid, you know, sunburn or bug bites or whatever. So it's like everyone smells like bug spray or sunscreen. Everyone's sticky and smelly. And you think, oh, you know, summertime, it's so nice. I don't have to worry about, like, coats and boots and, um, you know, dry skin. But it's like, eh, there's, like, a whole new set of hygiene issues really in the summertime Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well claire you mentioned sunburns Mm -hmm. (laughs) sorry it took me a second to (laughs) and i would like to say (laughs) i don't know why i'm really struggling transitioning (laughs) but (laughs) i would like like to say seamless transition (laughs) that, (laughs) that um it's so annoying in the summer to deal with people who tan really easily mm-hmm. and really quickly and they're just come like back from just a day you know walking around or a day at the lake and they're just beautifully bronzed and there's just sort of this hierarchy of like those those are the you know the people who thrive in summer mm-hmm. and then there's the rest of us who maybe you burn and then it kind of turns into a tan or maybe like me and like Claire you just burn and then it mm-hmm. <laughs> it Instantly. peels away into just a pure white underlayer um, yeah so uh, I just prefer when we're all either naturally white or unnaturally tan in the mm-hmm. winter yeah and we all just true. know like oh she's just using you know she's she's self-tanning but i could do that if i wanted to that's you know? so true <laughs> yeah we know it's not real like good for her but i could also do it if i wanted to yeah yeah it's true and that happens even within our own family because we have grace who has always just tanned naturally yep. and and somewhere in the middle and I would say Tess and I are on the, like, paper white <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, end of the spectrum. And, yeah, it is – it's interesting being a pale, pale mom to children that tan well because they have Dave's <laughs> yeah. some of Dave's skin tone. And not all of them. Like, Henry's a little fairer and he's younger. So, obviously, like, I still put sunscreen on them. Don't judge me. But – it is interesting being jealous of your children. Like, that's a new <laughs> yeah. thing for me to be like, wow, their skin is so beautiful. Um, I was just going to say just the fact that, like, 
It's like, are we full sunscreening up if we're going outside for 45 minutes to play? Like what's the, I just feel so um, unattainable to the the level yeah. of sun protection that we really need. Mm-hmm. But I can't, uh, I just can't keep up. Yeah, sun protection is, again, you think, oh, it's summertime. I don't have to worry about you know, frost nip and things, but it's like, it's really a lot more terrifying. Like sunburns are way scarier to me than just being cold. Like a mm-hmm. sunburn's actually terrible. Yeah. You know? If you live in like a city, you're almost never gonna like accidentally get too cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so <laughs> true. Tess, have you gotten frostbite before? I feel like Tess has gotten frostbite. Oh, I did on my stomach. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> when I was what? running... Uh, I just okay, went for like, a little jog uh, in high school early, early in the morning, and I had layers on, but I got hot, and so I unzipped my jacket, and so uh, I had just like a thin shirt on underneath, and the I didn't realize, but I was getting frostbite all across my stomach, and when I got home and got in the shower, it was white. And I could, like, press my finger in and it would leave an indent. (laughs) Like, it was still frozen a little bit. And it was, like, scarily porous. Anyway, uh, but nothing has come of it. I think think it's just rare for your stomach to be exposed to the elements, so it doesn't really come back. I guess I stand mm-hmm. corrected. Yeah, <laughs> you, can you can easily get frostbite on accident. That is pretty crazy. We should give a trigger warning that this episode we've been talking about smells. We're talking about porous you, skin. Claire, it's too late. You I know. The trigger. Well, we'll have to put it at the beginning. Like if you are easily get grossed out, proceed with caution. Grace, what's one of your pet peeves? Um, my, I think my biggest summer pet peeve is. The glare of the sun on a TV or computer screen. Oh, I hadn't even thought about that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Because it's like the sun doesn't set for a while. And so how am I supposed to do my like evening TV? Well, and you it's feel like, you do feel kind of weird being like, I'm going to draw the curtains and turn on a lamp. Yeah. And it's like there's natural <laughs> yeah. light outside. Yeah. And it's <laughs> yeah. like at that point, well, you should just go outside then. Mm-hmm. But I sometimes... You I've got stuff to, to do. Show. I've got a project to do, and I want to have my project, and mm-hmm. I want to turn on a little show. But it's like the universe is telling you that you need to be outside, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like that feeling, like no. being judged by the sun. I <laughs> was gonna bring up just the pressure of summer, um, but I thought that one was like just you know we've all covered that like it's that's unspoken that like Mm -hmm. the pressure Mm -hmm. to be outside at all times the pressure to be you know living it up having fun enjoying a beautiful you know nice day it's nice sometimes we need that little kick in the pants you know i need it Mm -hmm. i need a little i like it but like sometimes you want to relax Mm -hmm. we all have bad days everybody has bad days everybody makes mistakes that's not quite the lyrics, but yeah. <laughs> you just want to be indoors with overhead lighting. I saw a TikTok that was like, my reaction when I come home and my husband's has all the curtains drawn with the overhead lights on. And it, and it was like, ah, like screaming. <laughs> I was like, it is, there is something about like having, yeah, no natural light and like a harsh lighting when you don't need to that feels off. Like it doesn't feel right. But sometimes you need it. You just need privacy or you just 
for whatever reason, don't want the blinds open. But in the summer, you feel like a bad person if you mm-hmm. <laughs> if you do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I was going to say a pet peeve of mine is I never know what day it is or what the date is in the summer. And <laughs> I find that disorienting. And I'm always like missing appointments in the summer. Not really, but like If I'm going to miss an appointment, it will be in the summer. I miss birthdays right and left in the summer because I don't know the date. And I don't really know why (laughs) because it's not like I go to work ever and I don't go to school. I don't go to the normal places that like the date would really be at the forefront, you know. But it's just something about the summer. I just – the days just sort of blend together and I never know – we're on trips and I just never know what day it is and – I just don't like the upside down feeling of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't totally relate because for the last year, I haven't known the date. Um, mm-hmm. But it does it does worsen in the summer. That is true. Just like just your routine is just tossed up in the air in the summer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a good one. This one is a personal pet peeve. No one probably will be able to relate to it, but Luke is very afraid of propane and this is a oh i am a struggle that we yeah i'm afraid of propane as well (laughs) it's a struggle we face every summer he claims that he has gotten over it because i asked (laughs) if i could make fun of him on the pod and he was like no 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 i'm over it this i'm over it but last week he was not over it he (laughs) had an incident before he proposed to me where he wanted to grill some stuff he took us on like a picnic uh, to propose and so he was practicing like turning on the grill and he accidentally like somehow dislodged the the propane can from the adapter and it started like spraying propane everywhere oh no oh, no and he he claims it was like he was about to die like i don't know how extreme it really was but anyway there's just always I have There's been witness to a grill that did, there was a leak and like the whole bottom was like up in flames. Oh, that's and, like, very a, scary. Yeah, and it was like pretty scary. So I'm terrified of propane. Yeah. I've never had a gas grill and I always want one, but then I think to myself, then I will be the master of the propane. Mm-hmm. And I'm really scared of that. <laughs> I never realized that, Grace. You're right. You don't have a gas grill. Mm-mm, I oh, only yeah, do charcoal because I'm, I'm like, I know, I know what to do about fire, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like organic material on fire. I can deal with. Yeah, but gas is scary. Oh, you're saying yeah, to throw true. organic material on the fire to put it out? That's no. what you're saying. No, no, like if organic material goes up in flames. Oh, gotcha. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, lighting charcoal on fire or wood. You know, mm-hmm. those are the sorts of things. Or a house. <laughs> I yeah, can, I'll figure <laughs> out what to do, but I don't know what to do about a gas fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there An are explosion? some. I, I debate. I was going to say, what are some other seasonal fears? But I'm like, this might go too dark. This but I do have scary. a whole cache. <laughs> I have a cache of summer fears. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bugs. Mm-hmm. The bugs. Oh, bugs the are bugs. a pet peeve of summer. Yeah. Bugs are another like an obvious one, but it is. It, it bears it repeating. Bears yeah, mm-hmm. it does for sure. Um, I was also going to say the laundry situation in the summer is really out of hand. Again, we think, oh, it's the season. We don't need, like, coats and boots. We don't need socks as often. 
you know, we're wearing less clothing, this will be simple. It is not so because when you go swimming, for one thing, you get towels wet constantly. You have wet swimsuits everywhere. Your kids usually were dressed, then changed into swimming clothes. Sometimes there's like a cover up or something you're wearing over the suit and it gets covered in chlorine and, you know, it's it's all soggy after. Um, then they come home, everyone changes into a new set of clothing. Heaven forbid they wear what they were already wearing. <laughs> By the end of the day, you're on like outfit number four, you know, and there's mm-hmm. soggy towels everywhere. Sometimes you forget about the swimsuits in the bag and that's another mm-hmm. smell. We didn't even mm-hmm. cover that, you know, so there's just a lot of soggy things and like, do you get ready for the day ever because you might swim, you might get sunscreen all over you. You know, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of like, you're never just kind of like ready for the day yeah, in the that summer. Is so That's very well put. Yeah. Well, that's the end of mine. Okay. Because I, I love summer. So it was a, it was sort of a struggle. I had to dig down deep to find pet peeves about summer. I thought summer. that you liked winter best. Um, winter's my favorite, but summer's a close – winter and summer are sort of tied. I just hate spring and fall. Mm-hmm. What? Grace loves to be well, – Grace loves to just have the opposite opinion of what's logical. She's a contrarian. <laughs> it's very logical to me. The transition ones, they're, they're just – I don't know. Something about them, like, makes me sick. They are unpredictable. Grace has always been a summer gal at heart, I do feel. She mm-hmm. she thought she tans. She does. She yeah. She tans in the sun. She's mm-hmm. out gardening. She loves swimming. Yard. Loves swimming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to have. I like the lack of routine of the summer, and I like the ability to have a rigid routine in the winter. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the ones yeah. where you're transitioning. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. that's very I fair. That. Mm-hmm. I also love summer. I just think it's fun to you know. It's just fun to be negative sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I do. I was actually – Penny tonight was like, what What are you talking about on the podcast? And I was like, well, we're talking about some things we don't like about summer, but we're going to talk about some things we do like about summer. And all the things I don't like were just silly, but I'm like, all the things I do like are actually wonderful and true. So if you like summer – we hope we didn't offend you. It's just for fun. <laughs> don't take it the wrong way. I know. Have a disclaimer. I don't think I've had any disclaimers so far. I'm impressed that Claire made it through an episode with pet peeves where we didn't put a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. I well, I said it was edgy at the beginning, so I felt that was That's enough true. of a disclaimer. You know, I wrote that in. Um, but we thought at the end we would just share one nice thing about summer is that I feel like you can kind of get away with stuff in the summer because it's just the mm-hmm. summer. It's just, you know, we're all just kind of letting things go. So I thought we could all share one way that we use summer as a justification for questionable choices. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is unpacking suitcases. I <laughs> don't do it all summer. Mm-hmm. I just, if I do need a suitcase that's like already got a bunch of junk in it, I just dump it out somewhere in like a laundry basket and leave it for the whole summer. And then, because it's always just like, or I'll just use a lot of the stuff that's in there. I live out of a suitcase. Because like this summer, we'll be traveling for like a month, basically straight. And that's pretty much going to be, that's pretty much always the same. I'm Mm -hmm. always traveling a ton in the summer. And so... I just don't see the point. I know there are people who just come home and they just unpack 
right then, right then and there, get it done. But I am not one of those people. No, I think that's a great one. I unfortunately lean into that year round, but I do feel like it's the most justified in the summer because you're just like, I'm on the go. So mm-hmm. um, I would say I like using summer as an excuse to pare down my meal offerings and my side dish offerings. And it's a time of year when watermelon or chips can be used exclusively as your side dish for pretty much every meal. Mm-hmm, and no yeah. one bats an eye because everyone loves them. They're delicious. They're easy. They're fresh. Nothing I like a fresh chip. Fresh chip. Fresh chip. As the side dish. So. It's the best. When watermelons come back, you're like, wait a second. I can start. And everyone's thrilled when they're back. Yeah. You know, by the end of the season, it you will- might be a little bit like, oh. Do I need another watermelon? But it's like, I'm never really tired of them. No, you're never tired of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can just put them with anything. Hot dogs can be, you know, we're I having hot dogs hot and watermelon dogs, for dinner tomorrow. Watermelon and chips tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah, exactly. I know I keep a pretty messy car year round, but in the summer, I don't have any sense of like, I should clean this out because there's so much summer gear that mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to keep it all in the car. Grace, your mm-hmm. car is filled with gear. <laughs> when you pull up and like your bike's in the car and it's just like a <laughs> random day. And yeah. so I was like, is that Grace? And it's like, why is her lawnmower in the back? Like she always has something <laughs> There's, always, there's usually like, it's like all my fishing gear, a bike and golf clubs mm-hmm. are like <laughs> just <laughs> in the car yeah. together sometimes. Um, <laughs> but you can do it. Yeah. Summer is the time where I really feel... Just about, can I tell you guys, a, um, can I, this is unscripted, unscripted with Grace, uh, <laughs> a story. So I've, I talked before about how I have been sadly keeping some of my mail in my car. Um, I'll get, I'll get the mail and then I'll just put it in the car and then there's just, that's like where I keep my mail. Hey, it's decide once. Yeah, it works decide, for you. Decide once. But I found out I don't decide once because I had friends staying with me and I needed to pack for the San Diego trip. So I was like, oh, my suitcase is upstairs, but it's full of like stuff that I wanted to take upstairs. So I was using it as like a basket. <laughs> I've done that and- before too. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my friend that was staying with me, she like emptied it out and she came downstairs and she's like, so it was pretty much mail in there. <laughs> so-, <laughs> so we're going to need to think of a different place you can store your mail. <laughs> Probably mostly obsolete by then. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I'll just leave it. I'll just save it until I see the same. I'll see the same agency name come up a few times (laughs) when I get the mail, and then I'm like, oh, it's probably important. (laughs) And then I'll open the third one. Do you get a lot of junk mail, Grace? I get so Mm -hmm. much junk mail here. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I'm just. It's just constantly junk, and it's Mm -hmm. always. And sometimes it's from legitimate sounding places, you mm-hmm. know, like and they get you, and then you're like, ah, foiled again, like, uh, <laughs> <open> drunk. <laughs> so yeah, I just put it in a suitcase, put it in the car, and it's fine. I love that, Grace. Speaking of golf, um, this is an aside, but have you watched that documentary on Netflix, Full Swing? Mm-mm. It's very good, and I'm not even into Tell golf. Tell me more at about all. it. It's about. Um, it's just follows like different golfers on the PGA tour. Now I know what the PGA tour is kind of. It just it's kind of talking about there's this new league in Saudi Arabia. I'm blanking on what it's called. Live, I think it's what it's called, the Live Tour. And that's sort of 
a specter throughout the whole series of like, oh, what golfers are going to go on the live tour? Because then they're disqualified from the PGA tour if they go to this Saudi Arabian oh. tour league. Um, and so it's, it is, it's, I love a human element to things. Mm-hmm. It does move you. Great. I find myself tearing up when like different golfers wow. win and I'm like, okay, these people are going to be okay, even if they didn't win. But like you feel, <laughs> it's just when someone's like really good at something and works really hard, you cheer for them, you know, even if it's like mm-hmm. not something that's like life or death. So it, I'm enjoying it. it I think it's TVMA. I think there's some language, but like it's pretty tame as far as like documentaries go. So yeah, I'd recommend it. If Especially if you like golf, you'll actually enjoy it even more. Wow, I should watch it. Yeah. I don't I mean I don't I don't like watching golf to clarify to the audience. Mm-hmm. Um I've just been playing a few times, but that sounds fun. Okay, well I sort of gave a little weekly win already, but you know, I can never stop talking. So, I've got another. <laughs> I've got two um food recommendations, two different food products. Sorry, I got to look it up really quick. Mine's a food recommendation too. Mine too. Okay, so um, the first one is just something I kind of randomly found at Aldi. So if you live near an Aldi, they have their – I can't remember what it's called. I should have – well, I've tossed the container. Um, but it's like their kind of nicer line, you know. Um, their lemon Greek yogurt, it is so good. And it has like quite a bit of sugar. I just feel like yogurt always does. Um but it is – I'm not a huge yogurt person. I don't mind it. But this is legitimately, like, as good as ice cream, in my opinion. Like, it's so just yummy and creamy. With berries, it's, like, a delicious mm-hmm. – I, I mean, it's a pretty sugar- – it's still probably not great for you. But um, my kids, who also are not super into yogurt, like, love it. And it sells out a lot. So I always check for it, like, when it's there. Um, and then the other, this was such a win. So a few years ago, we were out in Utah and a family member made these really delicious Buddha bowls. And, um, she brought this delicious sesame dressing to put on them. And she said she got it at Costco. And so of course we went home and, and they live out West. We went home, looked for it. It wasn't there. And I was so bummed because I seriously was just like, I want to recreate this meal. And that dressing was so good. Um, I kind of forgot about it. And then the last time we were at Costco, I was on another aisle and then I like found Dave and he was like, do you remember that dressing that we had at the family reunion a couple of years ago? And I was like, the sesame dressing? And he's like, yeah, they have it here now. Like, do you want to get some? And I'm like literally running around the corner like before he even said anything. It's so good. If you like sesame flavored things and like an Asian kind of twist on, you know, if that's like flavors that you like. Um, It's creamy. It's got Kewpie. So it's called Kewpie Deep Creamy Roasted Sesame Dressing and Marinade. I saw Um, that at Costco. I didn't get it because I was like, I wonder if this is good. It's very good. It's good on like salads and bowls and stuff. And then we've also used it a few times. We've marinated chicken thighs in it. And it's just like an easy thing to to grill. So um, I would highly recommend both of those things. Wow. Delicious. Well, my – my recommendation is I am not quite sure how to say it. Mayesri is what I'm gonna go with. Red curry paste. Oh, I it's, really want to try that. It's 
life changing. Where do you get we it? Don't, I got it on Amazon. Okay. Because we don't live near like an Asian market or anything. And we also don't have any Thai restaurants anywhere near us. And so I've been really missing Thai food. And this is as close as I've ever been able to find to a curry that tastes authentic, or at Mm -hmm. least as close to authentic as I, with my inexperienced taste buds, can get. But it's so good. It smells totally different than the stuff that you get at Walmart. Like, if you smell, like, the Thai Kitchen brand or those ones, like, it smells more, like, tomato-y and, like, kind of, like, just a bland tomato paste. But when you open... This red curry, it, like, hits you, like, it always makes my eyes and nose burn when I'm, like, sautéing it in the pan, but it's so good. It's so good. It has all the right ingredients. It tastes amazing. I use the red curry recipe on Recipe Tin Eats, which is basically just, like, you just add a little bit of extra ginger and garlic coconut milk and then like fish sauce and sugar it's so good i literally just put it in my cart it has very good reviews i love reading reviews and it's cheaper than the stuff if you buy a pack of them it's or if you buy it i'm sure if you find it at an asian market it's cheaper than the stuff that you can get at walmart Mm -hmm. well this is a pack of four and it's like 11.33 so that seems pretty reasonable Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Um, yeah, I also have a couple food recommendations. One is um, when Claire was talking about Aldi, it made me remember I got some meatballs from Aldi. They were like preformed raw meatballs, and I cooked them up and made meatball sandwiches because Claire and Dave make meatball sandwiches, and Dave makes like homemade meatballs, and they're really good. Um, and I'm always jealous, but I'm like, I'm never going to just make meatballs. <laughs> but these were really good. I mean, they... I'm sure you can make homemade ones better, but they were much better than just buying like frozen meatballs. Mm-hmm. And they were really easy to make. So I feel like they're a good middle ground. They're pretty close to just making like homemade. Um, it was delicious. And then I also am really into Italian beef sandwiches right now. Yum. I have a friend who's obsessed with them and he keeps trying to get me to buy a deli meat slicer so that I can make them at home. <laughs> And what I keep trying show to explain. is that that has a – isn't there a show where someone buys a meat? The Bear? Oh, where someone buys one? Um, oh, I don't It's going to bug me. Okay, well, keep going. I got to look it up because I'm like, I know that was on a show. I mean, Superstore has a meat slicer incident, but with our trigger, we ha- we didn't give a proper Yeah, we had a lot, of, tr- um, <laughs> a lot of trigger But running. anyway, I'm like, I'm not storing that in my ba- – like – I'm never going to lift it out of my basement, <laughs> bring it upstairs, but I'm pretty sure that if I just buy deli sliced roast beef and then make my own juice and mm-hmm. put the put that in the juice in the fridge for a day, I feel like I can probably it's make it close enough. I'm hoping. Yeah. So I'll let people know how close Please I get. Yeah, but keep it's us really posted. Good. That would be a great summer meal. We didn't even cover the how hard it is to come up with like things you can cook in the summer. You know, Mm -hmm. so that sounds like a great option. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week. So follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. Bye.